Wowie, is it getting intense now? Our crew really had those baddies on the ropes. Asp is crunch, Garter out cold, Huey on the run, and Danny Teen Boy is terrified. But now a new challenger approaches, and an ogre no less. Will she give Pippo and the others a good matchup? Well, let me tell you. The Keys to the Universe, Tubius Histories Podcast. Season 1, The Stopwatch Arc. Episode 14, Who is this Daggermouth? thunder rolls off stone and water. Bluish-green fins and green hair break through the dark waves as a merwoman surfaces in the lower level of a large torchlit room. A half-orc lies unconscious in a circle of glowing white light on the cobblestone floor. Pippo grins after calling his foe back into battle. A white feathered avosai in cleric garb stands to the side of the room, his flat rounded bill smirking with a newfound confidence. A young human male cowers in the corner, covering his head as a merwoman lays next to him on the ground. An ogre has just stomped into the room from the outside corridor, and upon recognizing Pippo, she appears entertained by the thought of what is to come. Grefton, having just entered that corridor, hears the commotion from up ahead. Uh, Grefton, you are up first in the initiative. Uh, okay, so first thing I want to do is... Uh, I guess. Does it make sense for me to make an awareness check to see if I see the lover on the wall since I have... Up till this point, never known anything about it. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to make an awareness check to see if I see the lever on the wall. 18. Uh, yeah, I think you do see that. Uh, so you're kind of at the end of this corridor. Um, you see probably looking up, like, kind of as the, car- the corridor goes up those stairs towards that open door, you can probably see, like, the silhouette of something sticking off the wall um, in the light of that open doorway. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think it's probably also fair to say that, like, you recognize that's a lever. I don't know that you would know what it does. I was going to say, you're like, aware of it. I now realize that Grifton is aware of it, but he still doesn't necessarily know what it does, and I was... I think realizing that that may not have actually made any. I'm gonna have you make an intelligence check. I think would make the most sense here. So I was gonna say like, can I I go up to it and make an investigation check? I guess of some sort. So yeah, roughly what you're suggesting. Uh, Okay. Well, I think that specifically, like, if you want to go to it and investigate it, that's gonna be different. This intelligence check is just gonna be like, having seen that on the wall, do you put together? some of the clues that you already have because you were already up here the first time it was flipped um i don't think but you, i didn't see I don't it think so you i didn't were know aware that it at that point flipped. um but you have kind of experienced some of the repercussions of what it does so um yeah let me know your intelligence okay or your role i guess so that's only a seven okay yeah uh you see a lever up there you think it probably has something to do with this uh, water system. Something to do with the water system. Okay. Um, gosh. I'm shocked he was not conscious enough to pick a lever and the dog was. 
So I guess Grufton is just going to uh, do a, a full move action then if he still has that ability or, or he'll move as far as he can at this point. He. Yeah, it's a full route. Like, it's a new turn, so... Um... Well, I wasn't sure if, you were, if we wanted to count either of those checks as actually like part of my action or something. No, I don't think either of those make sense to be part of your action. I think had you like actually stopped and investigated it, you would be, but for now it's just this I think at this point of. this is yeah. what you can see, this is what you know. Yeah, I think at this point Grifton simply is like, well there's a lever on the wall. Alright. And he's just gonna keep going. So forty feet. That puts you directly across the hall from the lever. From the lever? Yeah. Did I count that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, for some reason I had forgotten that the lever was at the top of the stairs. Yeah, yeah you have one more square, and then you're across on the open doorway. Um, at this point, you can see... Um, I'm not sure if you'd be able to see Asp from where you're at. The angle is kind of weird. Um, but you could definitely see Pippo as you came up. Um, I think you can probably see... Boa? Uh, yeah, you could see Boa through the other open doorway. You can maybe see... I'm just going to let that 18 ride. I think you can see Huey <laughs> with Boa there in that room also. Um, and so, like, you're pretty aware of that stuff. I think even with that, you can probably make out, like, where, um, Millie is. Uh, you probably can't see either of the merfolk, because they're kind of down below, but, um, I think maybe with, like, some of the yelling and clanging and whatever of battle that's happening, that's kind of how you can make out where Millie is, rather than actually specifically being able to see her. Okay, I was going to say, Millie's down 10 feet. Yeah, so. I, yeah. I don't think you can probably see her from <laughs> yeah, where you're but at, but I'm I think, quiet. like, she's, yeah, she's not a quiet fighter, so I think you can, you know, awareness is more than just sight, so I think yeah, you can yeah. gather kind of what's going on there. I know that she's in that room. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, that makes it uh, Garter's turn, who did the die. Um, and then Millie, you're up next. Okay, so what I really wanted to do last time was go over to Danny Teen Boy. So, am I close enough to actually make it to him yeah. now? They were right next to each other. That's what I thought. So I'm not sure if things got bumped or whatever, but... And I'm going to tell him, Hey, you don't seem like you belong here. Just get out. Uh. Now. What? Now. Uh, now. How? Where? Where do you want me to go? What? Go. Okay. Shoot. He, I mean, he'll stand up, but it's not his turn. <laughs> oh, I guess, gotcha. I guess it kind of is his turn. Um, uh, you missed. I'm, I'm going to have you... You're right. I did miss. Rival. I'm going to have you make a charisma check, because that's definitely what you're doing at this point. Uh, but I'm going to give you advantage um because he had already been like don't hurt me and now you're not doing that and so I, I think that maybe there's like you know some aligning of ideals there i feel like the advantage would have been on an intimidation check <laughs> is that a d12 or a d20 that's a d20 
<laughs> okay, good. That's what you wanted. It okay. looked like a d12, sorry. No, it's a d20. So I rolled a 16, and I have a minus 2 charisma, so 14. <laughs> 2. So that's a zero. <laughs> so 14. Yeah. 14. 14. 14. Okay. Um, so... There you go. That's your turn. Um, <laughs> Danny Teen Boy is... Runs out of the room screaming like a little girl. Well, I mean, the issue here is the close point between him and out of the room is five feet across the wall, up a ten-foot ladder, across ten-foot between two ogres. So he doesn't necessarily have, like, a super clear pathway there. Um, so... He is going to move away from that battle, though. Um, he's got 15 move. Um, so just move him towards that ladder over here. Yeah. Um, and then... He's just going to full move, so he would get another seven. So we'll say he's on the ladder right now. <laughs> okay. Um, That's the old orientation. Gone but soon forgotten asp lies passed out in a circle of glowing white light on a cobblestone still, floor. Still? 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 Huh? How long it last? Like three turns. I think it's been more than that. A good spell. <laughs> um, that makes it D20. Huey last. Bird Cleric's turn. Yes, Huey. Uh, okay. Um, he's going to die. After all that time, I think he's just going to delay his action. <laughs> Danny Teen Boy? No. no. No, he he moved. moved over here. Huey, oh, yes, yes, yes. Huey, the bird cleric, is going to delay his action. Um, I bet rival. Hippo, Dewey that makes it your turn. Two-headed duck man. <laughs> so with the entrance of the... <laughs> so this, this was actually my thought was... He just takes off his, like, cleric tabard, and it's Dewey and Louie also stacked <laughs> underneath him. That is accurate. Anyways, uh, uh, Pippo, your go. So, um, with the entrance of this other ogre, um, obviously it's familiar. Oh, it's you. Last time I saw you, you smashed me hanging with a rock, left me for dead. Never did thank you for that. Well, how you been? Oh, really do need to thank you. I'll never want to met Dagamouth if you hadn't left me for dead. Oh. You found me dead. What? Bring me back to life. Dagamouth. So, thank you. You're welcome. Alright, this is gonna be good. I just um, imagine immediate, intense... Are you guitar going music. to do anything with that, or nah? Do I my action? Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. 
just imagining a staring contest between you and Pippo at this point. Like it's like yeah, yeah. it's like sp- it's like yeah. split screen, right? Where like the top half has like Pippo's eyes and the bottom half has the other ogre's eyes, and it's like the lines that like go like each, each of them was like happy, like hello. Yeah. Each of them is waiting for the other to act first. Um. Okay, so it's the Merog's turn. That's a really weird way to say that, but yeah. Uh, the Merog's turn. Um, so she's popped up out of the water, and she kind of came up, like, right next to the other Merog, who is, like, out cold, and uh, I think, as we were saying before, crunch uh, <laughs> right in front of her. Um and so she is not happy about that. Um, so she is like, let me pull up her character sheet. Okay. So she's like, oh, Claire, what happened to you? Oh my goodness. Oh man, these guys are gonna pay. Um, and then she's just going to whip uh, water through the air towards uh, Millie, since you're right in front of her. Well, you're not right in front of her. She's in the water. There's about five feet of space in between you, I suppose. Um, but she's going to whip that water through the air um, where it kind of turns end over end on itself. Um, so you need to make a reflexes save. against their arcane check. They're casting a spell on you. Is that a d12? Plus no, 20. 20. Okay, I'm second guessing. <clears throat> it's not a defensive check, it's a reflexive check. Okay, so this water turns end over end through the air, and you can just see, like, there's some rage and there's some emotion in this and it spins around and it's got this um, (laughs) weird glint as the light from the torches reflect off it Um, and it's going to wrap all the way around your legs and your body and knock you prone Um, and it's actually going to stay there Um, and then you will take... Seven water damage. So I do have H two armor. Oh, I should. Uh, Yeah, so it's gonna be on your legs. So five damage. Yeah. I'm not underwater, am I? No, but it has like wrapped around you, like you would think of like a blanket. It's basically a bola, so it like spins through the air, and then it like a bola, so like connected. Like weights with strings between them. So it like. Oh. Spins through the air. Wraps I never around knew what those legs. were called. Yep. Yeah. I thought you said Ebola, and I was like, <laughs> It's basically Ebola, and now you're no, poisoned. No, it's not. Uh, no, a space bola. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it wraps around your legs pretty good and uh, knocks you prone, um, and it's still wrapped around. Um, she rolled a nat 20, so against your five, it was pretty successful. Um, Alex did specify that that's water damage, by the way. So yeah, keep that in mind when I you're calculating. Fire, which does not. I think there's no relation. There's there. no relation. 
Fire. No, relation. no relation. We've had this discussion in the past about that. Yeah. Because I did consider that, and I was like, no, I've checked it yeah. more than once. Hey, yo, friendos. Welcome to DHHQ with me, Alex, your friendly neighborhood GM. This is the part of the show where I go to the concession stand. Get that good, good whatchamacallit bar. Wait, no. This is the part of the show where I tell you stuff. Stuff like, thanks for listening. And a special shout out to those listening in Germany, the UK, Ireland, and Pakistan. I'm not sure if that's one world traveler or locals in those countries, but if it's you, drop us a line at dubioushistories at gmail.com and let us know how you heard about us. I'd love to hear your story. As I hinted at last week, we are making some changes to our Patreon tiers. I still don't want to get too in-depth on that yet since they haven't gone live, but I think it's going to make at least one of you very, very excited. And speaking of Patreon, this is a friendly reminder that we have a free mini-arc which is exclusively available on our Patreon page. This was a set of episodes we recorded when we were testing out our recording equipment called Balgashar's Blood Bowl, and it was just a silly, goofy good time. Go check it out. As I said, it's still free, but in order to access it, you have to scroll down under the tier levels and then down to the bottom of the posts. Since they were beta episodes, they were one of the first things we posted, so it takes some digging to get to them, but it is seriously worth it. And now it's time for Rules, Rules, Rules. Today, we are dipping our toes into combat. We're going to start with one of the basics, a basic melee attack. Characters have a lot of options on their turn, but one of those options is, like I said, a basic attack. This means they aren't doing anything crazy or off the wall, they're simply throwing a punch or swinging their weapon. When a character does this, the GM rolls two specialized d12s, our combat die and our body die. Each of these is a unique die that has special faces. The combat die controls what kind of hit the character makes, and we use this instead of something like an AC system that is used in other games to determine a hit or a miss. The faces on the combat die are critical hit, speed attack, strength attack, regular attack, regular defense, and reflex defense. When the regular attack is rolled, the character will roll for normal damage. This means that they get to roll a die that's based on the type of weapon they're using in their tier, and then add bonuses. The first bonus is a stat modifier, which might be strength or dexterity based on whether the character is using big heavy weapons or small quick weapons. The second bonus is a proficiency bonus, which can be anywhere between 1 and 4. We'll talk a little bit more about proficiencies in a future episode, but for now just know that characters have proficiencies for things that they're good at, like using certain kinds of weapons or magic. This gives them a bonus when they roll using those weapons or magic. So an example of a basic attack might be Millie throwing a single punch. She would roll a d4 for her fists, so let's say she rolled a 3. Then she would add 3 because she uses strength to the punch and has a strength modifier of 3. And add another 2 for her proficiency with unarmed fighting. This would give her a total of 8 for that one punch. We'd also roll the body die to see where the hit lands, and if the opponent has armor there, it gets subtracted out. So if she punched someone in the chest and they had a level 1 breastplate, it would be 8 for the hit, minus 1 for the armor for a total of 7 damage to the enemy. And that's how a regular attack works. Next time, I'll talk more about those other funky faces. As always, please share us with a bud. Maybe your third best bud, since I'm sure you've already shared us with your two best buds. And don't forget to check us out on social media over on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope to hear from you over there. Now, back to the action. We now go to the uh, the other ogre's turn, Boa. And she's going to step up to... She's going to step up to um, Pippo and say, oh, yeah, it was a pretty good fight, wasn't it? 
Ready for round two? And then she's gonna throw a punch at you. Uh, although you have readied an action. I'm not sure what your readied action was. I should have asked for a trigger. Oh no, you just delayed turn. Yes. So. Effectively, I took my free action of speech and then. Okay. Um, so she's gonna roll just a standard attack, just a regular punch. Uh, I lied. She has a battle hammer. She's gonna use that. Did she have it out with her when she walked in the room? Yeah. Does that change what you want to do? I don't know that I mentioned that before. Uh, no, no. Okay. But if she drew it, I was going to act in response to her drawing the weapon. No, she doesn't really but have already like out, much by means of like uh -huh. holsters or bags or really anything to draw it from. She's just been carrying it. Um, you. So with that in mind, uh, you do notice a couple of potions kind of hanging off some sort of a strap or belt. Um, okay, roll the attack. Uh, you get a standard defense. Okay. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> You should block it all, right? Uh, except my reflexes. Oh, you got the negative? Yep. Oof. Well, this is a full body also. Also get to add your strength stat to defense, so your strength mod to your defense too. Yeah, I did. Okay. So right. well, there's a little bit of a crunch there. <laughs> Sounds like. That would be a great, uh, great actual defense. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'd like to um... take your round. During Pippo's previous, um, oh, what the introduction or greeting to uh, this other ogre, he opened his palms in an inviting, hey, it's good to see you fashion. Nice. Getting nailed, you know, dead center of mass with a massive hammer. He's realized how this is going to go. Um, his pupils narrow as he again begins to go into a blood rage. And Boa grins at the sight of that. Uh, who knows? Oh, great, Dagamouth. Show her the power you have granted me. Who is this Dagamouth? And then he, I'm going to do a prayerful <laughs> strike, bring my palms together, trying you to crush her You just start to hear Millie manically laughing in the background as she hears the clap from Pitbo. <laughs> Alright, so I need an attack die. Okay. Standard attack roll? Okay, yeah, so do a standard attack. Uh, she's got a regular defense to her left leg. 
defense. Oh, regular defense. So she has to roll a yeah. d12 and then minus three defense. that look like there so you go to you said you kind of kind of like clap um uh yeah so Pippo as he's like entering his rage his vision kind of starts to tunnel and he strikes out but doesn't consider that range has been changed by getting hit in the uh, stomach already so he's just short of striking her um, as he claps his hands in front of her face. <laughs> this is gonna be good. Gonna be short. <laughs> uh, Grefton, that makes it your go. So, Grefton is going to go. Uh, Across the hall to that first doorway, so he's gonna head south and then a little bit to the east, and then he wants to poke his head around the door just enough to get kind of a view of the room and do uh, an investigation check, a, a thorough awareness check, so he can sort of gather as much information about what's going on as he can. Okay, I think as you look in, you see uh, the glowing white light um, with the half-orc laying in it. Um, you see Pippo and Boa going at it. Uh, I think both grinning. I'm not sure where Pippo's at in terms of that at this point, but Boa's definitely grinning. Uh, maybe grimacing from Pippo, not sure. Um, I think you can get a pretty good placement of where everybody's at, except, um, you probably can't pinpoint exactly where Millie's at, um, cause she's prone and on that second level. Um, like I said, you probably heard her, so you know she's somewhere like on that half of the room, the far half of the room on that lower level. Um, and, uh, the woman who's in the water has also been being pretty vocal so I think like kind of as you're coming up these things are being said you can kind of gather more or less where people are at um, I think the only person who you wouldn't be aware of is Danny Teen Boy who's on the ladder directly across from you because he is gonna be too low that you're not gonna be able to see him and he hasn't really been making a ton of sound at this point um, so just on a quick scan that's kind of what you're getting um, if you'd like to make an awareness check as your action to try to get more information, you can do that. Um, yeah, sorry, I should have been but, clear. I, I yeah. was, okay. my that, action this turn was going to be to try sure. to gather information to see what's going on. Okay, then roll your awareness check and we'll give you more information based on what you roll. Or not, but probably. Mm, that's a 12. Uh... But I think Grefton, I think it's important to Grefton to know more so what's going on. So I think 
think I'm going to go ahead and use luck to reroll that and hope to get something better. It's an 11. The dice, no. Um, make an arcane check. Arcane check, okay. Let's hope that goes better than awareness, apparently. Uh, 17 on the die, so 20 total. Okay. Um, so I think with that, you recognize that circle of glowing light to be a healing circle. Um, so you're aware that this ogre is still in that healing circle. Um, half-orc, right? Sorry, yeah, the half-orc um, is still in that healing circle. Um, and I think even with the 17, you probably know it's still active. Um, I no, mean, 20. I, what? There was 17 on the die, but it's 20 total. Oh, well, yeah, you definitely know it's still active then. Um, so you got that. I think... And then you, you had an 11 for your awareness check. Yeah, because I re-rolled. <laughs> okay. From a 12 down to an 11. Um, I'm going to say with that, you also know... You can maybe ma actually make out where the Merrogue is. Um... Feasibly, Grafton has been up on the wall at this point, so well, are I you intentionally staying completely at the, the ground? I came across or? on the ground, so I wasn't trying to take any additional movement to go up the wall. So I'm pretty pretty much on the ground at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think where that Merogue is, I'm going to say I'm okay with you kind of like figuring out, pinpointing like kind of where she's at with that check. Um, so you know where she's at, you know that, uh, Millie's more or less somewhere in that area, kind of over that direction. Um, you know, like I said before, that that, uh, healing circle is still active. Um, and then you can see, uh, Pippo and Boa and Huey all on the other side as well. Um, so we got more movement if you want to take it at this point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is... If I have enough movement, I think Grefton is going to try and s steal his way into that healing circle. Cool. He could use a little bit of help. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will say also that you know, um, you know that the half orc is like unconscious, laying in that circle. Okay. Um, I have roughly ten. Yeah. Feet of movement left, I think. Yep. Um, so. Okay, so you noticed as you enter that circle that the light does kind of like wisp around, um, but nothing actually happens upon entering. Um, so other than like, there is that like wispy light moving through the air, like it's kind of like acknowledged your presence. Um, you know, think like in a video game, you like walk onto a safe spot, it like lights up, right? It's like, okay, now I can activate it, but that hasn't actually happened yet. Safe spots make me nervous um, that means you're about to get smushed. No, Huey yeah, got <laughs> To be fair, healing in video games also always comes right before the boss, so there's that. Um, not, not all video games. Often. Well, okay, fair. Um, I missed out on that part. The which part? The healing part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, so Grafton, that was your turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, Huey is now going to take his movement. Um, He's going to tumble into three baby ducks. 
I, I wish I had thought of that. In that <laughs> I really do. Um, Grefton, I'm also going to actually have you make a stealth check as you move into that room, because you said you were trying to, like, kind of sneak in there. Yeah, so I was trying uh, to steal, so let's see what steal that looks into like. it and avoid being noticed. That's a one. Okay. Um, a nat one or a nat one? <laughs> nat one. Nat one. Okay. Um, then. Believe me, if it wasn't a nat one, I would re-roll it. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's fair. Um, okay, I'm gonna roll these guys awareness just to make sure they don't also nat one. be really funny if we did. Tell you what, that sequence of not getting a defense on mine, and then get a full dying, and me not getting it, and they got a defense. Yeah, that's that's the bad news. That was real unfortunate. That would have been a great um, hit. Okay. Um, Pippo, I'm going to have you roll an awareness check also. As long as it's not a nat one, you're aware that Grefton came in. No, it's 13. Okay, great. Uh, so everybody on that top platform is aware of you. Um, I think maybe you enter and Huey goes, that chipmunk has a wizard hat. <laughs> what? Oh, he must be one of you guys. Uh, so, yeah, so people are aware that you're there. Um, yeah, they're aware. Um, so Huey actually is going to take his turn now as well. Like I said, he delayed earlier. Um, and with his awareness of you in that healing square, he's going to try to just blow you back away from being inside it. Um, so he's got nothing. So he's going to do a D20 check to see, um, if he can even do that. Um, so I think what makes the most sense here is he'll do a d20 arcane check and then you, um, I think you can counter that with your speed. Um, essentially what's happening right is he's like blowing wind. So can you like run into the wind enough to maintain your speed there? I'll take that. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. I got a 22. Yay. Ah, 19. Oh. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, he is going to blow you Magic. one uh, square back. So you're not in the healing circle anymore, uh, but it's not going to do any damage or anything like that. Um, okay, so... I don't think he would move from where he's at. Um, so he's, yeah, he's going to stay there. Um, so... Did that, out of curiosity, the wind move Asp at all? No, he did. 
That's a good... Because he would have been hit by the same thing. Question. Let me... Hmm. I mean, he is heavier than you. Yes, but I'm also a smaller target, so you have a difference in surface area to account for as well. I'm going to say no. Um, because he was successful on his action, um, what he was trying to do was to specifically blow you back. Um, so that's going to be how that goes. He got a 22. I know. <laughs> that's about as successful as you can get. It makes sense. <laughs> it's literally one point mean away I have from to be being happy as about successful. It. <laughs> um, okay, so Garter's doing the dead. And I think, Millie, that makes it your turn. Oh, I thought there was someone else in between the two of us. I don't think so. That would be Garner, who's doing the dead. Doing the dead. No, I didn't know if Bird Cleric... He just just did his move. Yep. Um, Well, I'm kind of wrapped up in some water right now. That you are. Does it feel solid? Yep. Then I'm going to punch it. Feels kind of like rope. Okay. Well, wait. Yeah, no, I have no cutty things, so... Hands... I'm prone, right? Yeah. Am I on my back or my stomach? I, I mean, it like kind of wrapped around your feet. So I think probably you've like, you know, it's like wrapped around your legs. So you're like kind of maybe in a sitting, leaning position oh, or whatever. Okay. So you have access. In that case, you're a dwarf. You won't fall far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> also, like, I'm okay with you saying like, I roll over before I try yeah. to. Either way, I'm semi-sitting up and... I'm going to try and punch the water that's past my feet. So, like, where it's coming from. No, I don't think right? there's, like, a stream. I thought it was a stream. No. It, yeah, it's it just rope. Like, and then wrapped up around. Right. Like, right. Yeah. It's so, those things. Yeah. Okay, then I'm just going to start hitting the water. Okay. Careful not to also um, punch my legs. Punching, not, like, ripping? That's a good question. I don't. Like, because you say it's solid. All yeah. right, I'll try ripping. I mean, just imagine wo- rope, yeah. right? It's just... It's hard, though, because it's water. Hard water, right. Yeah, it's weird. But, like, as you're thinking, conceptualizing this as yeah. a solid, think of it like rope, not okay. think of it In like... In that case, I'm going to try and rip it with yeah. my brute strength. Okay. That seems like that makes more sense yeah. to me. Get ripped. I was trying to, like, splash it away, but I realized now that I was treating it like water and not like what it is. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird magical thing. Okay. I'm assuming D20 strength check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. 15. Okay. Uh, With that, you actually like pry this and as it like you can kind of get your hands around it and like i said it feels kind of like rope but as soon as it like uh no but like so there's like some resistance but you can feel like it kind of like tensing and straining and then as soon as it like busts apart it just like splashes into water again um so you successfully untangled yourself sweet um, you still yes. have your move action. Can I stand up with my move action? Sure. Cool. Okay. Uh, it's time for... Rival. 
Uh, that was not as good as we have been doing. Uh, okay, Danny Team Boy is going to finish climbing up the ladder. Um, good. And he is going to... Sprint So it's going to be like five, and he'll room. be... Are you saying he steps on his dead friend? <laughs> I know. Yes, Isaac. Oh, and Grefton? No, Grefton's no longer, in, no that longer square, in that square. Oh, you're right. blow him back out of the way. Uh, so, yeah. So he makes his way up. He makes his way across. Uh, and... That brings it to me. Yes. Realizing I'm quickly going from range to blackout. Oh, great, Dagaman. I ask for your forgiveness. Who is this Dagaman you keep mentioning? I realize, well, it is unknown to me. It is not friendship you desire with these creatures. Just shut up and punch me already, jeez. Only your bloody justice. Justice. Or ask you give me one more chance. Give me healing Just and strength. Attacking each other, maybe. So I can deliver your divine judgment. Alright, whatever. Right. I'm gonna non-skill action d20, hoping for some kind of divine intervention, specifically in the form of great healing. Uh, okay. Which is a modification of my sacrament ability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, you get healed. That's not where I thought you were going with that, though, so you just caught me off guard a little bit. Um, okay, let me take a look at him real quick. Because I realized that this is the second time I've tried to be friendly with these people, and that's obviously not what Daggermouth wants, because I keep getting hurt severely. Okay. Make a roll. This has been Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.